This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, the podcast where we're all trying to love ourselves a little bit more. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <Woo-hoo! laughs> I'm so excited to be back for season three. And I, I honestly cannot believe it's been a year since we started Go Love Yourself because I actually thought it had been two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I thought it'd been two. But also, I can't believe it's been a year. We've done this is our third season. We're on a third season. This is amazing, and we're very excited to be back for season three. We've got some super exciting things about to happen. And welcome to any new listeners who've come from Apple Podcasts. The team at Apple have been so amazing to us, and this is amazing news. And I still can't believe it. They actually made us their spotlight feature for January. So if you head to the browse page, you'll see our lovely faces at the top. Oh my god! And so huge welcome to anyone who's found us through that. Hi to everybody. This is so exciting. We're so excited to have anyone listen to Go Love Yourself. And if you are new to the show, we are all about basically fighting the diet culture bullshit that we were all raised on. We were, you know, it's all about living our best lives and learning to love ourselves no matter what size pants we put on in the morning no matter what we look like exactly Uh, so welcome to go love yourself basically what we want is for you to know that you can live your full and best life exactly as you are right now you don't need to lose weight to do things you don't need to as lauren say wear a smaller knicker size like life is out there and you can live it to the full actually if you do want to recap on our last two seasons we released a best bits episode last week which is so good uh, so make sure you check that out as well or just go and going back and listen to from the start just go do it <laughs> I, I think that to be fair i think the first few episodes that we did were some of my favorites because it's funny we were chatting to Tally Rye weren't we who we love mm. she was saying that she had listened like gone back and listened to the first few episodes and that how like it kind of felt very raw for us and it, it's interesting isn't it I think listening to those few episodes first few where we like write letters to our bodies and we talk about oh like God, trauma yeah. and stuff like that to where we are now and I think we've learned so much I think so my family and friends say that to me a lot that I've changed massively since the start of this podcast and I know that a lot of our listeners have had that change as well so that's just amazing also very excitingly we actually have some more plans in the work with apple this year we uh, do we really? i can't believe that i'm like have they got the right people laura and i had a meeting with them recently and it was a bit like i don't know what's happening it was an out-of-body experience how is this happening are you sure but it's so exciting we can't wait to share more with you when we can oh just cannot wait however laura you and i haven't caught up properly in ages actually since before Christmas. I know. Girl, how was Christmas? How was New Year? How's your, how are you? Honestly, I'm just full of lurgy and I'm <laughs> sick of it. Oh, mate. I'm sick of it. But no, Christmas was good. It was quiet. Um, I saw my nieces, which like was the best part of my oh, day. Oh, you know, was it nice? Them. Did and they have cute outfits on? They had really cute outfits on. And uh, my oldest niece is sick. So she's at the age now where she's like they call me Auntie Wawa and they're like Auntie Wawa look what I got look what I got it does this and this Aww. and then the, like the middle one's like no Auntie Wawa look at me look what I got and then so I spent like the two hours that we spent with them all being like oh my god that's amazing oh my god that's amazing <laughs> oh it was just so lovely yeah they're, they're the oh, best so that was really nice and then knees fell asleep on the sofa at half seven because I wasn't feeling well and went to bed at half nine. Oh, you didn't even get to, ne- to midnight no I've not, I've not really touched a drop of alcohol either over Christmas I just haven't really ever felt like it oh, or bad. not been well so yeah you know i'm not the biggest fan of christmas anyway and i found myself feeling a little bit sad christmas eve there was also this is a bit random but i wanted to kind of mention this in case anyone else maybe it was in the same boat but there was um 
I wasn't going to name, and it's not a name and shame thing at all, but Stacey Solomon announced between Christmas and New Year that she was pregnant again with her like fifth child, which was, I think, the fifth surprise as well. Mm. And it really upset me. And I was chatting to a couple of people in like DMs and stuff like that about kind of pregnancy announcements at this time of year because it is obviously all centred around children and how difficult that can be. And I think obviously, no disrespect to Stacey because I think she is probably one of the nicest people on the planet. Like she's so lovely. I just wanted to really quickly send a bit of love to anyone that saw that announcement or maybe had like friends or family announce they were pregnant over the that festive period because it does make you feel like shit. So I just wanted to say that I am totally with you and you're not alone and you're not a terrible person and it's really hard. So in the least patronising way I can say this as possible, well done for getting through it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. We got through it. I actually did find out as well over the festive period that I do actually have polycystic ovaries. I, it upset me more than I thought it was going to do. And I don't know if it's just because I like, wasn't feeling well and it was early and there was no one to talk to and all of that mm. shit. It kind of made me feel validated in some sense because it was like, oh, okay, maybe there's a reason why I kind of have a really high appetite and I find it hard to lose weight and I've got a hairy face and like haven't been able to get pregnant. Um, But Matt's been really good and supportive and I'm just kind of taking each day as it comes because like we've had the episode about PCOS, didn't we? We did that last season and there isn't really anything you can do apart from maybe like take some supplements and things like that. So Mm. I'm going to try and work on on that. Well, bloody hell, what uh, what news to get over Christmas and New Year? Our PCOS episode is is literally the extent of my knowledge on it and I know it can be really scary and I feel like, yeah, like you said, a bit validating in terms of, oh, that's why. But then also it's after that, it's like, oh, Right, so it's not gonna, this is it now. That's really hard. So I'm here if you need me, um, because that's a lot. And we'll, we'll, yeah, let's uh, let's educate ourselves on it because it's, yeah, brand new. Anyway, enough about me. How was your Christmas and New Year? Tell me everything. Yeah, it was good. I. I think I touched on this in the last episode of season two and I definitely touched on it on Instagram in that I didn't feel... I'm literally Mrs. Christmas, aren't I? Like, I am mm. festive in your face from mid-November. If you cut Lauren open, she would, like, bleed Christmas songs. like Gen- Genuine, yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's it. And I just didn't get into it this year at all. I really... Oh, I, yeah, like, my, my Christmas tree came down the second I got back home. I didn't really get excited about buying people presents giving the presents was good but just the buying of presents and all of it it just lost a little bit of its sparkle this year and I think it was because yeah I'm was feeling a bit lonely in general and the kid thing and it's like oh my god I'm 34 and just the whole thing but saying all that Christmas was still lovely I got to spend Christmas day with my mum and my sister which is just joy and then went away with my family for a few days to Brighton. I saw um, that. That looked great. That was so, yeah, it was so good. It's been a, obviously a wild couple of years anyway for everybody Christmas wise. And then the year before COVID, our granddad died not long before Christmas. So that was a bit of a tough one. So we just thought, let's just do something different. And we did nothing but walk and eat and talk and laugh. And I hung out with my nan for like three days and it was excellent. Um, oh. So yeah, and this was the first year that I wasn't working in between Christmas and New Year yes. of my adult yeah. life didn't know what day it was it was so nice i think (laughs) lauren did actually text me in between christmas new year telling me that she was living out her best slug life oh my god i was such a slug quite an accurate (laughs) description but um just going back quickly to you were saying about you feeling a bit lonely and stuff and i was going to ask you but you don't have to talk about you don't want to about the the kid stuff yeah i think it's so i turned 34 in october I know that 35 is quite a key age or has been or is, you know, in books. I have no idea what I'm saying, Mm. but like 
35 is the age and 35 I'm on the countdown now I'm staring at the barrel of gun of 35 mm. and it's like I've never wanted them or I thought I haven't wanted them and now it's like I don't want that choice to be taken away from me even yeah. if I'm able to I have no clue I've never been pregnant so I've got no clue and everyone I follow on Instagram have either got children are pregnant or are doing something about fertility. There is literally no one in my life who is not doing something about it. Right. So it's like, oh, it's just the pressure, the outside pressure. So um, I had a really good conversation with my friend this morning and we've kind of said, you know what, let's just take this year to kind of, let's not have the pressure. The pressure is unbelievable. Mm. And I know you know this, but my God, that pressure is unbelievable. So let's just not feel the pressure. And if we're going to make decisions, then next year 2024 is going to be the time of decisions if i'm still single we've got to look at i don't know fucking egg freezing or donation or stuff i've no idea no idea i'm just looking into it but just for those people out there that i'm sure there are many of us who wasn't sure whether they wanted one and biology is making up your decision for you and i don't appreciate it <laughs> yeah i think it's really hard because like we get told that fertility falls off a cliff at 35 but i'm sure it's not like you know, it's not like a Cinderella story where at midnight on your 34th birthday, like your ovaries all of a sudden deplete, shrivel up and die. So I know, I know it's easy yeah. for me to go, don't worry about it. But um, it, it sucks, mate. And I'm your feelings are valid. It's completely valid. So I'm not going to say don't worry about it. And I'm sorry about to feel that. I think a lot of people from like chats I'd had with friends and even we had our like, Patreon Christmas party, didn't we? Which was lovely yes. for Christmas. And even like everyone on that was saying, don't feel Christmassy this year. Mm. And I wonder, I'm sure there's probably loads of you listening that have got kids and were like, my Christmas wasn't perfect. <laughs> the mess and yeah. the tears and the tantrums and the snotty faces and the bums that I had to wipe and change. So I know it's not all like roses and stuff, but sometimes yeah. I feel like we think it is and Christmas is supposed to be perfect. Mm. And we get so obsessed with this idea of perfection that nothing really will actually live up to it. Something my friend said to me, which actually did st strike me. She said that she realises that she doesn't actually like Christmas Day, but she likes the build up. Oh, yes. And I think that can often be the better bit so she said next year i'm going to totally embrace the build up and then just go christmas day is just another day i think that's totally right i think 2022 was maybe two years of covid christmases it all felt mm. a bit the kid thing on top of it was not the one however all saying that obviously it was really lovely to spend time with the people that we love and get very kind and generous gifts and eat all the Christmas food. How was your Christmas food? Uh, it was pretty great. Uh, we've been living off of um, <laughs> bacon, bread and cranberry, like tasty, like <gasps> no, panini what? things. What? No one oh, has made me a yeah, bacon and bread. great. Toast. Oh, I'm fuming. I have not cooked for you in forever. You need to come over after yeah, I come back from holiday. Yeah. You need to come over. What are you going to cook um, for me? Is it bacon, bread and cranberry? <laughs> if that's what you want, babe, <laughs> you, that's what you can get. And some carrot cake. <gasps> Laura's carrot cake, people. If you haven't had Laura's carrot cake, I recommend becoming best friends with her. A huge thank you to today's Patreon sponsor, Rebecca Handley. Rebecca, thank you so much for helping the show continue. We can't wait to hang out with you on our next Patreon call. Thank you so much, Rebecca. We really appreciate it. None of this would be possible without your support. And so we are really, really grateful. If you want to join and support the show, the calls that we have are so much fun. We played Pictionary with... <laughs> Pictionary with Bag of Dicks just before Christmas <laughs> with our Patreon sponsors. Uh, we had a great time. So if you want to get involved, head to patreon.com forward slash go love yourself or search for go love yourself in apple Podcasts. we can sponsor the show for as little as one pound a week to get ad free and early episodes and most importantly it helps keep the show going we'll pop the links in the episode description okay so this time of year we know what's coming <laughs> we've already seen it 
It is. The weight loss ads, the health and fitness programs, the New Year's resolutions. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen a lot? And I know the answer to this, Laura. <laughs> oh, yeah. I woke up Boxing Day and someone actually had messaged me saying that uh, some a lovely lady called Marnie from Geordie uh, Shaw had posted her new diet and fitness plan of her in a red Santa bikini on Boxing Day, I was like, it wasn't even midday, and she was promoting this new diet plan that obviously she herself had obviously put a lot of thought and, and time into, and it made me so cross. So I did actually comment on it and was like, I can't help but wonder why you've done this on Boxing Day when people haven't even digested their turkey yet. It feels a bit wrong to me to be cashing in on, on people's insecurities. And that got into a bit of debate on Instagram, and it made the Daily Mail and all of that. And then I had quite a few messages from people saying, she didn't do anything wrong. I just want to make something really clear clear that I am not anti-health and I'm not anti-diet-er and I think sometimes people get a bit confused with that and I'm not saying to everybody like let's all be really fat and eat 20 million pizzas a day and not eat any fruit and vegetables and let's not worry about exercise the opposite of that is true I think we should focus on health my issue is with fad diets because they don't work and they only want your money 95% of people find they don't work. If you're in that 5%, I'm really happy for you. Well done. But it is my job, I feel, to protect those 95% of people for whom their insecurities are being cashed in on for short-term weight loss because they will lose weight on it, I'm sure, but it would not be sustainable. And that is what pisses me off. Amani was not the only one who did it on Boxing Day. There was another Geordie Shaw person that did it. And then Ola Jordan and James Jordan also released, uh, I don't know if you saw it, a dance fitness video dvd thing as well which do you remember about four or five months ago they were in the papers saying that they'd put on weight and he was basically quoted as saying men aren't allowed to say it anymore but if they're all honest they will all say that they prefer women when they're skinny or slimmer i'll tell you but my experience at the end of 2022 that is not correct (laughs) good for you and so yeah it's like oh kel sapri like they've launched um this fitness sort of dvd and obviously we kind of knew that was coming in the works but like guys boxing day boxing day that's my main yeah. issue with it but also it's just like they don't give a shit about people's health it's just about money making and that's what makes me cross and I saw and I actually looked at her post and I saw first of all all the comments had been turned off of all of the posts wow. about it and other posts around it have all been limited and it's all just positive stuff but I did see somebody say why can't you just tell us why do you have to charge for it these things that are released by people between Christmas and New Year and in the early part of the year are to take your money. You know, I think we all remember, totally totally this, it was the Daily Mail thing of, you know, they would pat photos of a celebrity by the same pool, Mm. right? They were always by the same pool in sort of like the early, mid, mid, late noughties. They were all by the same swimming pool. And then four months later, they'd be releasing their yep. their DVD. Yeah. Right. This is exactly the same. This is this this is the 2023 version of a celebrity fitness DVD. But now it's on Instagram mm-hmm. in your feed yep. every single day. I think more people are cottoning onto it. Which is great and it's good. But the danger that you have is a lot of people like, so the story that was written by the mail about me was like, body positive Laura says like this is awful and then what you're going to get is you're going to get people going like oh I'm promoting obesity and then this other person it's like and there's I think there has to be a happy medium in that like well I'm not promoting obesity just for the record I haven't been spending 2022 handing out flyers trying to get everyone to join the obese club (laughs) 
that <laughs> trying to recruit people. Like, Come join the club. I think what really pisses me off a lot of the time as well is that these people don't understand their privilege. So people like Ola um, and Marnie, they've had personal trainers and they've had nannies and they've had yeah. dietitians and they've worked closely with these people because there's money, like of the big sack of money at the end of it. And that pisses me off because the average person doesn't have a nanny, doesn't have a PT. I can't afford a PT. Like, mm. we don't have access to that kind of thing. And also, maybe not, it's not top of their priority list, but you're sort of made to feel like it should be. With the before and after pictures, oh, you know. and, and hate them. It, you're made to feel like that's the shit you, and now you're so great because you're smaller. And that makes me, that's, that doesn't make me feel good. That made me feel very slimming world. Do you know what I mean? Like in my f- case, for example, what if you're still 15 times the size of that before picture and it's when that person who is healthy at that before picture still going, I was a monster, I was disgusting. Just this morning, I read an article and again, it wasn't on the Daily Mail. Someone someone sent it to me, I didn't read it. I always have to say that. <laughs> I don't read it. <laughs> uh, so I've got to send it, I promise. And she was quoted as saying that she was a size 14 and she felt like a monster and she was huge. Imagine how the women that are a size 14 or above feel reading that. Like she does say that she said, I'm, look, I'm short, I'm five foot three. So she says for some women, a size 14 might be okay. But for me, it really wasn't. And I knew that I had to focus on my health. And that's fine. Like if you want to focus on your health, but like, what is that teaching everyone else? Like that they're a before or walking before photo? Because that's sometimes how I feel. And I, I still have to fight that mindset of feeling like I'm a walking before photo, waiting for a transformation. Mate, 100%. I think that's probably, that's how I feel still. And I think probably a lot of people feel that way. It just, what that is, is unfortunately fat phobia. And fat phobia comes in lots of different forms. Being someone that's been in a slimmer body. I remember when I got when I got to, do you know what I mean? When I got to a size 14, I remember having to buy my first size 14 pair of jeans and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I've really let myself mm. go. And the things that you say about yourself, but you know, the person who's saying those things isn't necessarily thinking about you. They're not meaning, I would hope, not meaning to be horrible to you personally, but what they're saying is anyone above a size 14 yeah, is gross. absolutely that. I feel like we live in a world where we have a lot of people's worst nightmares. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> And I quite like it now. I, li- I live in the power of knowing that I am, I am literally someone's worst fucking nightmare. But I do that because I'm confident. Mm. I'm happy. I have a fabulous life, all this kind of stuff. And I'm still bigger and I'm happy. What? Yeah, it, it, it just makes me sad. And this is just the time that these things thrive. They do. And I think that's because it's very common at this time of year to feel insecure because you're always told before Christmas, like, eat all you want, doesn't matter. Like calories don't count at Christmas, mm. which again, itself, I just don't like and then January it's like oh how dare you eat all of those things like you must do something about it and I'm going to be really honest now I'm like vulnerable and say that in the last kind of week or so I have been feeling like I actively hate my body and I hate how I look I hate myself and I don't know if that is just time of year and also like, you know how much I love a tan and I'm desperate to go on holiday <laughs> and I feel like pale and not myself. But I had some extensions put in my head and I fucking mm. hate them now. And I feel like it was a way of me trying to like make myself more attractive. And I ended up feeling like, like worse with them in and I feel like I'm trying to be someone I'm not. And Matt took a picture of me yesterday with a cake that I'd made for my Nana Peg's birthday. And I was like, I just didn't even recognise myself and it made me feel quite ill seeing myself. And I'm sharing that not because I want any sympathy, but I'm sharing it because I think that that is a reality for a lot of people. And I also think that it's important to say that, yes, I do preach a lot about, you know, the way you look is interesting about you and you should be confident whatever your size. And most of the time... 
I do have the attitude of like yeah I guess Louise Penland said my attitude towards my body is that feeling when you know like you forgot to put the bins out and then you see the dust and you're like oh shit oh well never mind Mm. that is kind of how I've I've kind of gotten used to feeling about my body in that kind of neutrality sense but I've lately I have been falling into like a oh but I'm now too big for society like because I don't know about you but I feel like the plus size fashion world has gone backwards I'm finding it very very hard to buy clothes at the moment things like public transport and just being around people generally because Christmas obviously you're seeing more people dressing up and all of that kind of thing I just feel like I just feel pretty disgusting at the moment to be honest with you doesn't mean I'm going to go and do all of Jordan's fitness DVD or buy Marnie's <laughs> thing but I just feeling feeling a little bit like I would love to make some improvements for my like health but it's really hard of like mm. how you do do that in a non-diet culture way it's, it's a really it's a really tricky one because factually you're wonderful and fabulous as you are right the you know you you are you you are not your body but I do get that feeling and I, and I think we all get that feeling <laughs> like you know when you are in a bigger body things are difficult and it you have to work the reason we have this bloody podcast the reason we're three seasons into this podcast the reason we've got thousands of people in our community is because the world does not want you to be big it does not want you to be this you know the sizes that we are and so everything's going to try and stop you doing that and it's about trying to accept yourself as you are but then also it's absolutely fine if you want to change but but I think make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. So if you're doing it in terms of health, right? And I'm saying health in terms of physical and yeah, mental, yeah. right? I think if you want to change your body or if you want to do all of those things, that's fine. But make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, not because some Geordie Shaw person has released a, a fitness DVD with a before and after of her being a size eight and then a size six. No, I definitely agree with that. And I, th- I think, you know, people like this woman from Geordie Shaw and the others like her and all of that tripe really that's making me and other people feel like shit about themselves I think that they need to go into the bag of dicks <laughs> it's funny actually because we were chatting we had a patron Christmas party and Catherine who is one of our lovely patron sponsors she actually suggested that we had um, a new element to this series which is about <laughs> eating a bag of dicks so basically anything we don't like can go into the bag of dicks and I think that is a brilliant idea so thank Thank you, Catherine. What we don't like goes into the bag of dicks. And because we like to keep it joyful, can we have an alternative? Like a like a, like a bag of flange? I don't know. Like a hold on a minute. <laughs> I don't really want a flange bag. Absolutely uh, we can have the, the bag of joy. Bag of joy. I don't like. Yes, we'll think of it. You know, just where we put the good stuff. Can you help us? If you're listening and you think of anything that we can put a bag of good yes, stuff in. Yes, what is the opposite of bag of dicks? Sack of sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> Sack of sunshine. That sounds so cringe. That sounds like a Hallmark movie that you'd enjoy. Honestly, and I, would not. I really want to. And then she works in a bag factory. And like, yeah, I've already written the script for you on Sack of Sunshine. <laughs> anyway, right. Yeah. So first thing going in the bag of dicks in 2023. Anyone who is promoting unsustainable weight loss programs in the interest of money making. That. Literally that. We'll come up with a catchier title for it. But into the, <laughs> into the dick bag it goes. Also, what can go into the bag of dicks is people commenting on fashion brands posts on Instagram when they're using a plus size or a model in a bigger body saying you're promoting obesity. What about her health? Right. Just shut up. <laughs> She's fine. You don't know her health. Stop. 
stop it and uh, I will say I did see a brand a very big brand do a really good response recently and it was something like you've mentioned her health but what about her mental health when she reads this comment and I thought Brands need to do more of this and they need to be quicker in these responses and deleting these posts. But into the bag of dicks can go that, what about your health? Fuck off. Into the yeah. sack of sunshine that's yet to be named. Brands that are responding and doing good and helping move the narrative yeah. along. Yeah, I think this this thing I hold about like health is this like concern trolling thing, which which really bothers me. And there's, there's a lot of talk about this in um, a book that I've been reading at the moment by um, Aubrey Gordon, who is co-host of the Maintenance Phase podcast which is brilliant and her book is called what we don't talk about when we talk about fat and there's a whole chapter on that it's been so enlightening for me to kind of learn more about where that kind of comes from and it's it's nothing to do with concern about people's health it's just basically a way to punch down at people and it's also a kind of like a tool to beat people over the head with even if you're not healthy that doesn't mean that you aren't worthy of love and respect and you don't need to be concern trolled or trolled in any way shape or form into the bag of dicks you go anything that we want to put in the bag of joy oh do you know yes i would like to put in this is quite a simple one but like fashion so for me my fashion changed a lot from even january to december and it was kind of like realizing that i can really actually wear even though i'm in a bigger body i can wear what i want how i want when i want and my hemlines have got shorter and you know what it's okay i've got thick thighs save lives y'all like it's fine to get my legs out (laughs) and it has changed the game for me so i'm gonna put that into the little bag of wonderfulness a little win oh that's really good i'm happy for you i think we should also put like dopamine dressing like dressing to feel good for me one thing that i think definitely i saw an improvement in last year was like taking up space and like knowing my worth and that like I still deserve to like take up space. Like I still find public transport sometimes a bit more difficult. Recently, even on like packed train journeys, like if there's been someone put like say a bag on their seat, but it's the last seat, I'm like, can I? Oh, sorry, do you mind if I sit there? Without being like, oh no, I think I'll just stand. Or do you know what yeah. I mean? Or just being awkward or really apologetic about it. I'm just like, oh, it's alright if I sit down. Like any other normal person. Yeah. Would. yeah. Not, yeah. So yeah, I think that for me has been like a big thing, and it's like. I think that's, again, sometimes I think that's why people are like, oh, you're promoting obesity because they don't really understand the fact that you've got to a point of acceptance. Mm. And I think that is it. It's not for me about like, I love my body and I love how I look. It's just like, I'm going to respect myself for how I am and be kind to myself, basically. Mm. Don't want to be at war with ourselves all the time. Like, Yeah, it's exhausting that. More often than not, I'd say at the moment I'm having a bit of a wobble, but more often than not, there's like a quiet contentment of like, the way I look is the least interesting about me. And I think that can stay in 2023 as well. Hell yeah. So on that vein, we said it was one of the first things we actually said in our first episode of the first season last year. And it remains, we don't really like resolutions. I don't like the word resolutions. But again, what I do with my friends, I've done it with my family this year, is kind of like predictions or, you know, what I want to kind of achieve in this year. And that helps me personally keep on track and keep doing things. And I did a wanky vision board in january 2022 and i actually did everything on it we're not saying resolutions but is there for you laura is there anything that you want out of 2023 is there anything you want to work on or want to achieve or do um i think i would like to get my binge eating under control a bit more without the aid of (laughs) fad diets obviously i have a big writing project that is due in middle of the year so i think that's when this view is going to take up a lot if not all of my time and then after that I had loads of messages from our listeners after we did the episode where I was talking about wanting to be a counsellor, but I felt like I was Mm. a bit young. 
and I had loads of messages from people saying like that that wasn't the case and like think of people that are younger than you or the same age that you could potentially relate to and I, I sometimes get a bit disheartened with being online because there are so many people like reality TV stars and even other people who are in this kind of body confidence world and body positivity world who are much smaller and I feel like maybe their intentions aren't genuine and sometimes I get a little bit kind of frustrated with that and I don't really want to be hard with the same brush so I kind of want to expand my life and so that my worth is not measured on likes and whether the al- Instagram algorithm likes oh, me that mate, day or I not. I couldn't cope with it, I tell you. I'm finding it a bit a bit weird and a bit fickle. So, yeah, I think the counselling is something I really want to explore the second half of the next year. And also, something I have wanted to do since I got married, actually, was set up my own plus-size bridal company. Uh, Matt has mentioned it to me a few times and he's like, why don't you do it? Like, long term, he's like, you know... What do you mean? I like selling bridal, plus-size bridal gowns. <gasps> We've talked about this before. We have. I want in on this. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. But how can you serious? Yeah. I think I would really love to do that because I know that I found it so hard. I had the the worst experience and I would just love to be there for brides to make it so that it isn't that bad experience <gasps> so that they can be like, Oh, I went to Laura's salon and I felt fucking amazing and ah, bought a great dress. So cool. So yeah, I, I mean quite ambitious, awesome. isn't it? But I think it's good. Well, to I like goals. you're gonna do that in twenty twenty three. Well, no, I mean probably not, as in like do it, do it, <gasps> but as in like I think I want to maybe put a plan together maybe like a business plan idea maybe get a, like a loan or get some funding and then explore it for probably more like launch in 2020 spring 2024 i'm literally like i cannot but yeah yes does that sound fun <gasps> yes are you kidding <laughs> like on my list of my dream jobs is actually working in a wedding dress shop i don't oh, know why I but it think is you would love that could you you could work for me and do socials and then i'll pay you like maybe not double because i don't know how much money <laughs> <laughs> Maybe having a bridal shop cost, but like, <laughs> I'll pay you handsomely. For free, like, as as I can. Just, if you can pay me in a Pepsi Max lime, that would okay, be great. Yeah, and carrot cake. <laughs> carrot cake. Oh my god, that's so exciting! I think that'd be great for you. I think, yeah, you're right. You need, you know, knowing you, you need something as well as Instagram. Instagram is amazing for the things it's amazing for. And oh my god, it's so good for how you're changing lives. But you need something else, and whatever that's something else for you. I love the counselling thing too. I think that'd be awesome. And everyone is so right. You are not too young. Yeah, I think maybe... Sorry, that's, that seems to me. But you are you are old enough. <laughs> <laughs> you are old enough. No, thank you. I appreciate that. What about you? Have you done a vision board for this year? Or? I absolutely have because uh, it's fun to get crafty. I love being crafty. So, <laughs> yes. And on it is, it's probably some of the same stuff as last year, but but different. One of the main things I want to do, actually, is get movement into my life Mm. in some way. And I've purposely said movement. And when I've done like this chat with my family and I've said movement or exercise, they've gone, what do you mean movement? I was like, well, I'm purposely not saying exercise because for me, exercise, the word is just shit. Like it makes me, well, so uh, I'm saying movement and that's Tally Rye for you. Uh, So thanks, Tally. In some way, and there's a dance class I found and someone I used to work with goes there. So I might go there with her with you in terms of like to get my eating a bit better but I'll take one thing at a time, yeah, one thing at a time. <laughs> and then other things just lovely things like you know I want to do some more sewing this year um, yes. carrying on doing singing I've also put on my vision board so our choir does an open mic night we do a few open mic nights oh, a year wow. and I'm, I want to do one yeah you have to do yeah. that I know fuck so I think I'm going to do one with my two choir girls I'm going to do a waitress song I think and then I want to do a solo <laughs> so that's stop so exciting. it and then also the big one that's exciting is obviously carrying on dating carrying on hoe season 
<laughs> I would obviously love a relationship, but I'm not putting it on there because that's kind of out of my control, to be honest. So I want to carry on dating. And yeah, let's just have some fun experiences. It's funny you say that because I was listening to our first episode from last year, which was actually a New Year's catch up. Because I remember that you'd made a few promises, as did I. Um, and I wanted to see if you'd kept them. And the first one that you said that you're going to do was to date more in 2022. Yeah. And you definitely did that. I, I mean, I waited till the last possible bloody moment. But like, because <laughs> I said I'd start dating in January. And I don't think I actually, I downloaded the apps, but I didn't properly start dating until September. I made up for it though, don't worry guys. I was going to say, you made up for it last year and I'm sure you'll make up for it yeah. um, this year as well. Hell yeah. Yeah, I listened to that as well and it was kind of, it was so weird to listen back to us and what our goals would be for 2022. We had a really interesting conversation about our feelings around the word fat. Yes. My feeling on the word fat is I'm fine with it because I am factually fat and I see it as more of an adjective, a describing word than I do an insult because I didn't grow up in a bigger body, mm. I think is the big thing. And then you talked about your feelings around the word fat and you feel super different about it. So do you want to remind us what you thought about it and maybe if you feel any different after a year of Go Love Yourself? Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think I definitely always thought of it as an insult and I think that is the first thing that I know that people will throw at me as an insult if like there's a group of drunk men or someone... A- you know bunch of chatty children on the train or whatever like it's always going to be the first thing that's thrown at me and it always was an insult when I was growing up so I always grew up with fat is bad thin is good mentality and fat was a dirty word a bad word a sinful word and really in the last year I've kind of been doing a lot of Uh, research into anti-fat bias fat phobia and there are a lot of people in the kind of fat liberation movement that talk about fat and how it should be in more of a neutral descriptor doesn't mean that defines you as in like fat doesn't define who you are as a person but it is just factually correct and like if we want to get to a place where we are truly not living in a fat phobic society and we want acceptance and we, I think we have to neutralise that word and I think it's easier said than done because I still do find it quite difficult but I think that I really dislike the words overweight and obese the more I do research into it the more loaded I feel they are overweight means nothing and obese is a very loaded word and I think has a lot of stigma associated with it which I think fat can do but I think it's a lot fat people like myself are trying to reclaim it I say I'm it's still a bit of a work in progress with me but I find it all very interesting anyway about nuances about language and I think it's individual massively some people will absolutely hate it and some people will yeah. openly just say yes I'm fat and whatever yeah. so yeah I think it's individual but I am getting there towards more of a neutral thing and and saying it rather than being ashamed of it yeah but it's a two-way street because although it takes as much of us to kind of if someone calls you fat that person is using that as an insult or in a derogatory way. They've got to learn to stop doing it, you know, way more than we need to learn to accept it as a descriptive word. Yeah. It's a real difficult one. And, uh, oh, yeah, getting into a completely non-fatphobic society. Oh, my God. Sometimes it feels like we're getting there. And then sometimes it feels like we take one step forward and two steps back. And I do hope that that changes in 2023 and forevermore. <laughs> Okay, so even though we were away for Christmas and New Year, we were still keeping an eye on all of our socials. So on our Instagram at Go Love Yourself Pod, if you're not following us, and Go Love Yourself Community on Facebook. And there are a few things from there that we want to chat about. We got this question from Hayley. So hi, Hayley. And she asked us, do you still feel a pull towards the whole New Year, New Me thing, the New Year weight loss, 
nonsense. She said, I've come so far in breaking up with diet culture, but this time of year is particularly hard and I always find myself falling for old habits. It's very hard, even for two people who have really worked hard to you know, put diet culture in the back of dicks. <laughs> it's really difficult. So please find solace in the fact that you are not alone. It's just something that we're going to have to work on probably mm. year after year because it is so ingrained in us. But just know that it's not your fault and you're not alone. Hell yes. We also have this from Taylor. She says, I'm a new listener who's recently found the show and I love it. Thank you, Taylor. Oh, hi, Taylor. <laughs> Which episodes would you recommend I listen to first? And have you got one piece of advice for anyone like me who's kickstarted the self-love journey oh goodness gracious me i really i think this podcast is really good listening from from the beginning because all right big ed the first episode <laughs> which i know it's like soz about my it's soz about us being great um but you know the first episode really just kind of define what we're talking about in this and our second one is our stories and because we've both grown up in different bodies, we have got different experiences and I hope that most people will be able to relate to something there. And it all depends on what perhaps your biggest, maybe insecurity or something you want to work on. Obviously, from if it's dating, then those episodes. Uh, we've done, you know, stuff on movement, on medical issues, on stuff like that. So, but for me, I'd go from the start and listen to them all. <laughs> Yeah, and for the second part, in terms of advice, I would definitely say to, as we've said, curate your wardrobe, curate your newsfeed on social media, unfollow people that make you feel like shit about yourself, follow people that look like you, find community, talk about your experiences. For me, talking about what it was like, even if it's like journaling, like journaling what it's like for you being in a bigger body, or maybe it's not bigger body, maybe it's, you know, something else to give your appearance that you're insecure about, like note it down, write it down. And above all, the hardest thing to do is just be kind to yourself so if you find yourself kind of talking shit about yourself or your body take a step back and try and like give yourself a bit of kindness that you would show to someone else and take it one day at a time if you have a bad day it's okay get up the next day and try again it's hard it's really hard but you know we've got you we're here for you and if you're a newbie definitely join our facebook community group for sure because you will find all your friends there it's amazing Uh, last but not least we had a really cute message from another laura who says just wanted to send a quick message to say thank you so much i've been listening to the podcast for a while and i've always been totally on board with all the body positivity content you share but i've been having a hard time applying it to myself i went shopping today and for the first time i finally felt like i looked good in what i was trying on and i tried on stuff i liked not just the stuff i'd usually consider flattering oh my god that's making me so smiley she said i've got a long way to go to love myself but this is progress for me that would never have been possible without what you guys are putting out into the world it's freaking wonderful what you're doing girls and i'm so grateful i'm gonna cry <laughs> thank you laura that's wonderful i'm so happy to hear that like genuinely oh and thank you guys so much for listening we are ecstatic to be back for season three if you ever want to get in touch with questions comments or ideas for future episodes then you can dm us on instagram our handle is at go love yourself pod or you can email go love at crowdnetwork.co.uk We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, but if you want more of us in the meantime, you can check us out on Instagram or our Facebook group. Just search for Go Love Yourself Community. You can also support the show by subscribing on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, where you can get ad-free and early episodes for £1 a week. Or you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And remember, we still have a few tickets left to our live show in London on the 3rd of March, and the link for those will be in the episode description. We will see you next week. Bye! Network, a place where you belong.
Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.